0: Welcome to the latest episode of Apple at Work, a podcast all about the intersection of Apple, technology, education, enterprise, healthcare, and all things in between. As always, I'm your host, Bradley Chambers. This week on the show, first-time guest, Andrea Swanson. Andrea, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Glad to have me. And you. So,
0: So, um, news out of Apple in May was new certification program. And I know you've been involved in Apple certifications uh, for many years. For our listeners' sake, can you give us kind of a backstory on, uh, you know, who, who you work for, what you do and your, your career with Apple?
1: Absolutely. So, I currently work for a managed service provider called Point Consultants, which is a, a currently based out of New York. We also have uh, satellite properties in San Francisco. Um, so, why are the affiliation that I got involved specifically with Apple was through my community college when I graduated in uh, May of 2020, um, literally right after the pandemic. and I basically needed a career path to start networking and getting involved. And there was a couple of groups that I was affiliated with specifically out of my community college called Women in Information Technology. Um, That group actually involved Apple Consultants Network, which they came and had a one-week seminar full of training courses that involved uh, not just the Apple deployment or Apple environment and the products and services that they offer to managed service providers, but as well, they expanded on that training uh, within that one week's timeframe, such as Jamf, Jamf Pro, that's also a managed deployment platform that um, they are affiliated with. So I learned quite a bit within that one week's training course through them
0: yeah it, you know there's been just immense growth of apple usage in the enterprise in the last um 5 even just 2 years with the remote work and that whole uh, kind of can of worms uh, but then you know we're seeing um iPads go where desktop and laptops never would go before and and i think that's one of the to me the most exciting things again i love using my mac at uh in my home office or in an office i i think uh the mac is the best uh, platform on the market i love the hardware is great apple silicon we've praised many times on this show um i think it's you know you look at that 999 m1 macbook air and that might be the greatest enterprise computer uh, ever built uh and you could buy that today and i think you could you you reasonably use it for five to six years if you were okay with uh better de- degradation after a couple of years. But then again, the 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 advent of mobility and, and again it's not just like, oh, I'm a knowledge worker and I want to use my iPad at my desk. You know, we've had people on we've had firefighters on the show before. They're using the iPad in the field and for you know medical research and um yeah. and, and again all these devices need to be managed and they need to be managed in a way that uh, doesn't impact uh you know, does it impact productivity? Um, so, I mean, I think you, you know, if you're a traditional IT person who's you know, manage PCs and 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 use the um, Microsoft uh, server world for years, why do you think it's important for um, for you to go through these Apple certifications? You know, to to have a baseline.
1: Yeah, and that's a that's actually a great question, um, and it's a mouthful of information I can tell you. But for 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 the most part, uh, the the business that we deal with is in fact mostly Mac. It's eighty percent. We do have some that's that is PC as well. But when you talk about specifically in a remote environment or having access to uh, documents or anything remotely. That is uh, one of the biggest benefits because you have the option of syncing to all your devices, as you mentioned before. But the other aspect of it is through this training course, you learn about mobile device management and enterprise deployment. So when you talk about specifically a new business client, and I speak from that point of view, just because that's what I do on a daily basis is specifically with clients that we manage that reach out to onboard a new hire or they need assistance with um, a new computer that basically needs to be deployed into their enterprise and have all of the agents to protect it, secure cybersecurity, obviously, platforms, backup data, all of that that's involved. So through this training course, they introduced um, a mobile de- mobile device management platform called Jamf. And there's so much robust uh Features that it offers that really it's a crash course that you learn feeding from the fire hose of understanding what it has the capability of doing. So to be able to deploy that quickly, fast, and immediately to our business clients is is a huge, huge benefit.
0: This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple-unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on, enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, and protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for businesses of every size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial today and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple NDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosle.com. Again, that's business.mosle.com, M-O-S-Y-L-E.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Back in May, Apple released uh, uh, two new courses, uh, Apple Device Support and Apple Deployment, Deployment and Management, and you can find those at training.apple.com. Um, and there's some; they're really fantastic. Uh, they're really low cost. I mean, they are $150 apiece. Um, but compared to... I mean, when I first got my MAC certification, you know, roughly you know, ten plus years ago, I mean, I had to go somewhere, like, and spend a week in a hotel and and work on site. I mean, it was thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Thankfully, at the time, my company paid for it. Um, but you know, when you can look at you can get both of these certifications for three hundred dollars, sitting in the comfort of your own home. It's it's really fantastic. Um, and I think I think the demand for certifications in the Apple community is going to continue to grow and you know you mentioned that, that you work for an MSP. Uh, I imagine when you all are meeting new clients that's going to be one of the first things you're going to tout is like look we we know how to manage Apple and we know how to manage Apple in a way that is you know designed by Apple as the best practices.
1: Right. Correct. And when you look at that um, again the training courses and certifications when they come out I also was equally excited about that because that is part of my intention is to have ongoing education. So even though I graduated a year and a half ago, there is constant evolving uh, information that's out there. And with these certifications, that's going to help me uh, going forward to make sure that I'm also staying current and relative to what my business needs me to learn and do, Um, obviously through certifications. And that's extremely important through our clients that need to know we're equally certified.
0: Well, I mean, like you said, things evolve. I mean, we're sitting here in the summer of 2022, and you know the iOS 16 beta train is rolling on. The, the new version of macOS is coming out. There are changes happening to how you manage devices that is coming out this fall. Mm-hmm. This, you know, certifications in IT are, are have to be ever evolving because the platforms ever evolve. I mean, someone you know they, they they'll ask me like, oh, "What did you study in college?" And I like I studied business. And then I say that, you know, the the irony of it is nothing I do today, which I've been out of school, you know, 17, 18 years existed when I was in college. And and so to think that like, you know, again, you can get this like one time IT certification and you just pause your learning. That's a fallacy because IT learning has to be an almost an all day, everyday thing. And, but what these certifications do is kind of give you a marker for your employment, your employee and to your, um, customers and saying, hey, we're up to date now. And so I expect these certifications will just continue to ad- advance and evolve over time, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. Um, yes. I mean, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to ongoing education. Um, there there are uh, opportunities to expand your knowledge. And I think Apple has come out with that, especially when you have it at your fingertips. And obviously, me personally working in a remote environment, That's a huge plus when it has that flexibility for me to be able to select a day and time and anywhere. And and our business is so busy. There could be peak quarters. There could be peak weeks. It could be a very busy day. But I like that flexibility to be able to select at any time to constantly access information or resources that Apple provides through those certifications.
0: I've been around the Apple Enterprise game a long, long time. Back before there was even, you know, we were doing iPad management with iPhone configuration utility uh, and syncing apps over iTunes. Um, Then obviously in recent years, we've really seen a quick rollout of Apple Business Manager, Apple School Manager. And I, I think these applications may be the most important thing Apple has done towards making Apple easy to manage at work. How do you, you know, when you are working with your clients, how important is Apple Business Manager become?
1: It's extremely important. Um, And let's just take, for example, when you talk about OS, uh, going from one platform or at least one previous, whether it's Big Sur to Monterey, uh, a lot of our clients actually have day-to-day applications that they use within their business that are specific to their business, whether it's a dentist or a doctor, or you also mentioned for school, um, they all have apps that are specific. Sometimes when we have upgrades, they may not necessarily be compatible um, so that is also reliant upon a managed service provider to be able to outline and look at those. Uh, basically, in, if it impedes the business owner or school to not be able to utilize it, then we need to know that and we need to prepare for it accordingly. So to deploy uh, apps or any kind of platforms that our business clients use is extremely important to do on a, a or or block Block applications, of course, is also something that we look at, but it's extremely important to be able to have to to have manage that on the fly and deploy it on an enterprise level.
0: Yeah, you know, there's kind of I see two kind of emerging trends, not even emerging trends like they're here, um, you know, certainly on mobile devices, it, everything is app centric. I mean, you don't really see web apps a ton on iPad, iPhone, but certainly on the desktop, um, you do see this. Trend towards really robust web apps, or even if they're native apps, they're somewhat web apps. Web apps in a wrapper. I'm thinking of things like Slack. We, you know, it's not necessarily a native app to the Mac, but you know, it's more of just a wrapper. Um, mm-hmm. What what role? I Me, mean, what benefits do you think that brings to you know from being from an MSP when you're say rolling out uh, new payroll software to knowing that say, Hey, long as we can get them this URL and a browser that's compatible, do you, do you really feel like web apps kind of gives a level of simplicity that really benefits the end user?
1: Absolutely. Because there's a, in the it world, you always don't, you certainly want to have options, right? So from a client perspective, um, not just to be able to select a native app or to have the opportunity to go to a web app or desktop. So the, the more opportunities for issues to happen or arise from a one perspective, there's always it's always better to have an alternative solution. And sometimes those web applications are where we end up providing uh, a source of this is where you should go. This is where you can still access your information if you need it. But of course, both are, both are very necessary to have hand in hand, but we, we as a managed service provider need to be aware of what works and what doesn't and what solutions we can offer to our clients.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the really the key thing that MSPs provide um, is that kind of wide range of flexibility. Because again, yes. I mean, you mentioned a dentist office; you, you may have, you know, they may have ten employees, none of them are IT professionals, and, and frankly, don't want to be, um, right. and, and really just like want these things to work. They they want a turnkey solution for not only you know their network on site, but then just like how their data fits together in the cloud. So uh, whether it's like, Hey, we're going to use this dental software, or we're going to use EagleSoft for or Dentrix or whatever the, the latest dental software is. We just need somebody to kind of help us get that up and running and manage it. Um, thinking through from like a hiring perspective is, is Apple certifications going to be something that, especially with the new ones that are really, really evolved for, for today's um, needs. Do you think that'll be something that you all start looking for on resumes uh, immediately? Or is that going to take some time and let, let, potential job seekers, you know, go through this certification.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's always a plus to have that um, on your resume or to be able to present it to a prospective employer. Uh, When it comes to your education in and of itself, I personally was an entry-level system learning or an engineer in terms of when I got hired. So for me, I, I needed as much tools in my toolbox that I could possibly use in order for me to make myself seem valuable to my employer. Um, so without the Apple certification, or at least having that relationship for, for Apple consultants network and the Apple products and services and resources that they offered to me, including the certifications, it, it's a huge, huge resource. And you have that level of discussion that you can have with an employer to basically show how much value you can offer. And these certifications absolutely are helpful.
0: Well, and you know, the thing when I think about certifications, it's not like if you're someone that's going to maybe start this process and go through these new certifications, it's all probably knowledge that you already have. Uh, Obviously, There are probably maybe ways you need to brush up on the best way to accomplish this, even if you know, you know, if you know a way to do it in five steps, but there's a way to do it in two and it's best practices, too. I think what this does is kind of puts a stamp that, you know, this and you've taken the exam again, you know, could could someone that's been working with Apple at work for the last 10 years do everything in these exams? Probably because they've had to. And they've had to figure this out, and then now with these new certifications, all the kind of the modern ways to manage Apple devices, they're able to go to their employer and say, "Hey, I can say that I've, I've I know this information." Apple validates validates I know it, and then that allows them to go to their, you know, again in your situation, goes to your clients and say, "Hey, every one of our technicians, you know, is up to date on all Apple certifications."
1: That's correct, absolutely. Well,
0: as we, uh, as we wrap up the show, uh, Andrea, thanks for coming on, talking to us about the latest uh, news and Apple certifications. It's, uh, it's exciting to see Apple doing so much in the enterprise. I, I heard a stat come out recently. I think it was the, the Jamp CIO uh, believes that by 2030, Apple will be the most prominent endpoint in the enterprise. And to me, honestly, that's just shocking to me as someone that can, you know, remembers when, you know, you might have one Mac at a 100-person organization.
1: Right. <laughs> it, yeah, and that's that's something that you you certainly try to I- evaluate when it comes to where your your training and certifications is is always evolving, and how how you can improve upon that process for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, and we'll have the, a. Link to the Apple Newsroom post in the show notes. And again, these certifications are 150 apiece, the new ones. Very but cool. Apple has partnered with the Mac Admins Foundation to um, to help people that where they are not able to do that. Um, you can go to macadmins.org uh, to apply for a scholarship. We had the folks from the Mac Admins Foundation on a previous episode. So if you, if you listen to every episode, you're quite familiar with them. So, again, if you need help uh, and have a financial need, um, go to macadmins.org and you can uh, learn all about that. And thanks, everybody, for listening this week. And we'll see you again next week.